Darren, we'd better turn around. Why? Because I've seen enough horror movies to know any weirdo wearing a mask is never friendly. We are the things that were and shall be again. What was that film you were watching? Death, death, death. Death, death, death. Part two. Oh, Lord. What the prime time, bitch! What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks podcast. I'm your host, Tim Trashmouse Mills, and today's guest is the one and only Mike Benetti, aka Razzle, of the band High Command. Now, before we dive into this week's interview, I just want to remind you that if you'd like to support the podcast, you could do so by signing up for the Trashmouth Horror Club for $2 a month over on Patreon. The link for that is in the description. Or you can do so the free way by just liking, subscribing, sharing, or rating the podcast wherever you can. Both are appreciated the same, and don't forget to go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well for all updates on the podcast. Without further ado, here's this week's interview. I like your uh, collection. I see that Freddie Mercury back there. Is that what that is? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is just some of uh, me and my roommates, uh, t- a little bit of our toy collection. I figured, you know, oh, get yeah. that in the ground. Is that Grey Skull, too, if I'm not mistaken? Oh, yeah, that's Castle Grey Skull, you know. Hell yeah. But- wrestling toys. <laughs> that's something they need to make into a horror movie for sure is He Man. Fucking. Right. Make it like Psycho Gorman a little bit, but I don't know if you saw that, but we can dive right into the uh, podcast, man, if that's cool with you. Yeah, I'm ready. Hell yeah. So usually I start with a few uh, music questions before I dive right into the horror stuff. Pretty much just, you know, about what you got going on right now. Uh, you and the guys in High Command have pretty much, you know, been on the road a lot this year. Do you got any uh, new music in the works or anything like that to uh, look forward to? Yeah, uh, we actually just finished recording um, our second full length in February. So we recorded um, in Kentucky, Rhode Island with at Machines with Magnets again. And okay. uh, it's it's in the process right now. You know, it's getting uh, it's getting mastered and uh, hoping it's out by the fall. You know, yeah, you know it takes a while sometimes. But yeah. And then especially with like uh, vinyl plants the way they are and everything. But yeah, that's just ridiculous. I saw where did you see where Jack White had like started pleading for like major companies to like make their own labels because they're the ones backing it up so bad and shit. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. But he has like a store in Nashville, right? He's got a record store down there. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think he prints all his own shit. So that's what he was pretty much saying. Like a lot of these bigger companies should start doing. Cause like, I don't know if you heard about like uh, last year where like Adele fucking held up like a, one of the biggest record plants just because she had like thout, like, you know, like tens of thousands of units going through it and shit. What everybody else wow. is like waiting for just like their 300 run, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't hear about that, but I've definitely been on the other side and, and waited for an album to come out like over a year, you know? So yeah. No, it's crazy the fact that like a lot of that inner working stuff's coming out just because of like you know the backup is so bad so and then uh do you have any other projects in the works you know as far as uh you know music or even you know if you do any podcasting or twitch streaming or anything like that uh no not really nothing uh right now i'm just trying to i was playing in some other bands but i'm trying to focus um on high command right now so hell yeah just keep going. we got some shows coming up in uh may 21st we're gonna be playing big takeover in richmond virginia fuck yeah and uh we got a couple of local shows around here before that, and then hopefully this summer we're going to Europe in June. So hell yeah, that's awesome! Is it would it be your first time in Europe? First time with High Command, yes. But I went uh, a couple of years ago. I played in a band called CX, and we went and yeah. did a tour like three or four years ago. So yeah, hell yeah. Well, we can uh, dive right into the horror movies, man. Uh, my first question is, you know, what was your relationship with them growing up? And you know, did it change at all as you got older? Um, yeah. So I got into horror movies and just movies in general a lot when I was a kid, and. Uh, one that really stands out, I don't even really remember how old I was or which one, but uh, I was 
at my grandmother's house at night watching um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. I'd say it was Dream Child or Dream Warrior. I'm not even really sure which one it was. Yeah. It scared the shit out of me. And uh, like that still is probably the movie that scared me the most out of any that I've seen. Yeah. And uh, those are great. And then we would uh, always go to obviously um, go to Blockbuster and video stores. And I can remember just looking at the horror section and, uh, you know, seeing all these movies that I wanted to watch and uh, like the awesome covers. You know, I remember seeing like popcorn and uh return of the living dead dr giggles and stuff like that and some of these movies i still haven't even seen to this day yeah some of them became my favorite movies so it's it's cool i'm trying to make it like a point now to like remember all those movies that i saw when i was a kid and and try and watch them all so i mean some of them are good some of them are terrible but that's that's part of fun yeah hell yeah now now that you're older it's like uh i feel like uh if you're like me you kind of enjoy those shittier movies when i was a kid i mean the shitty movies were just crazy because it's like you saw boobs and gore and stuff but now that i'm older it's like i actually find that shit funny so it's like even when you come across a really bad one sometimes it's still worth the watch just because it's like so bad is good type thing but oh absolutely yeah you know get together with some friends and just have a laugh but um yeah I started getting into older i got into um like collecting vhs tapes a lot you know going to flea it's comic stores just buying VHS tapes for like a dollar or two and that's how I found a ton of great horror you know I found like Sleepaway Camp and uh the video dead and uh Chopping Mall oh yeah all those just like classic 80s uh I was really into slasher movies for a while just like you know Friday the 13th and uh pieces and stuff like that Oh, yeah. No, I really enjoy a lot of those movies that you named. That's why uh, Video Dead is one that uh, I actually ended up catching because I bought it on a they had a Blu-ray two pack of that in Terravision. So I bought it just oh, to, yeah. like because uh, I like Terravision. And uh, so I ended up watching the Video Dead and that shit was fucking wild. It was uh, it was awesome the way that they like come out of the TV and then they use like the mirror to try to put them back into the TV or something like that. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget that scene you smoke in the joint and the lady comes out of the TV. That, <laughs> that. And uh, yeah, I got that. Uh, I'd never seen it before. I went to the comic store and I saw it on the shelf like two bucks and i was like oh hell yeah i went to the register and the guy was like man i had a feeling that you would be down here buying this <laughs> hell it's yeah a great movie. yeah and it has uh like you mentioned the cover art for a lot of them that one has some awesome ass cover art too plus it's like uh the cover art's definitely uh higher budget than the movie seems like you know right yeah exactly yeah yeah hell yeah but and then uh kind of to go back to what you mentioned at the very start of it you know with uh nightmare on elm street that that was one that scared the fuck out of me too especially as a kid because yeah. you know like when you're a kid, you know, you you fight sleep all the time just because you don't want to go to sleep. You know, you want to stay up, but you know that eventually you fall asleep. So that first night that you watch, you. Yeah. Yeah. first night you watch Freddy, you're like, fuck, I don't know. That's probably the first night you try coffee. <laughs> but yeah, another another one that really. Yeah. And there was all the talk about it being a true story somewhere. I heard from people that like there was a, a kid that it really happened to. Yeah. So, you know, back then with what's but another movie, honestly, that scared me for a while was Jaws. Fuck you. I love Jaws. It's a great movie, but like, I can't say that not every damn time I go to the beach, like, I have a thought of Jaws coming out of the water, you know? Like, yeah. It's just that definitely scared me and stuck with me. You start to hear the dun, 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 shit like that. We're going to need a bigger boat. (laughs) Hell yeah. And uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, it is semi based on a true story. Apparently, there was like a third world country where these guys were starting to like randomly die in their sleep and shit like that. And uh, mm-hmm. that's where he like took the idea from. I get, and then like, because I guess they never like found out exactly what was killing them, so they just started to say that there, there was somebody in their dreams killing them. 
and it just formed into yeah i mean that's crazy i'm sure yeah that's really scary so you know yeah. i know what you mean when you're a kid back especially back then you don't have the internet to look that shit up like that's something i know because like of internet and stuff like that today but when you're a kid you just hear the words based on a true story and you're like wait a minute <laughs> this <laughs> this happened yeah, you, <laughs> you think that you is exactly lore, what you know yeah. you heard like lore growing up of like you know haunted cemeteries around here and all that stuff too and you know all the yeah. classic stuff so it was like even when the um because when the texas chainsaw massacre remake came out it was 2003 so i was fucking 11 so like i'd never seen the original original before seeing the remake so i saw the remake first so like i didn't know that they changed the name and that there was so much different to it you know what i mean so yeah yeah. i went to finally see it in the theaters because that was about the time i stopped being scared of horror but i didn't really have the like urge to go back yet i was still like let me see everything that's new and um so i went and saw that in the theaters and like afterwards like because it said based on a true story, I thought that was exactly what the story was. I never right. thought it about like, yeah, I didn't know it was based on Ed Gein. So it's like so loosely based on a true story, you know? And then when you watched the original, you're like, wait a minute, they didn't even have like the same family at all. There's like not even a, uh, like their names are different. Like you start to realize that it all just is, you know, very right. right. You find, you find out that they actually based it off of like several, you know, murder cases around, yeah. you know, kind of put them all together and made this crazy family of murderers. Yeah. Uh, which is great. another great movie. But uh, yeah, the, the remakes, some of the remakes uh, I missed, but some of them are good. So I was lucky enough to see the first one before. And another one w- that I saw, my father showed me the original Psycho when I was like a kid, when I was pretty young. Yeah. So, I, that's a classic movie for me. And uh, I remember when I was, I forget what year it was, but I was probably like a teenager and uh, it came up, the remake came out in the theaters and I was all pumped and I went and saw it and I was like, oh, this is terrible. But <laughs> Terrible, but it's just not as good as the, the first one yeah it's one of those that uh one thing that bothers me about the remake is i feel like people hate on vince like they, they hate on the performances and stuff and i feel like everybody does really good in the movie it's just an unnecessary movie you know like it just doesn't need to exist like there's yeah i mean i think it's important because you know then people are going to be like what the hell and they're going to go back and they're going to watch psycho and then yeah. you know other hitchcock movies so like it's it's good you know it keeps keeps it relevant you know yeah, no, it's just been uh, nice to see a little bit of a twist, but especially like uh, like the way that it's created. Like like right now, if you go on Peacock, it's weird if they have Psycho, they have Psycho two, three, and four, but the Psycho that they have is just the remake, and they don't have the original, but they have the like the you know the sequels to really? the, to the original. So it's very weird, and it like throws you off. So it's like it sucks when it creates problems like that. You know what I mean? But oh yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, so you have to like pay for the first one, and then all the other ones are yeah, but yeah, that's. That's wild. Yeah, the the sequels are actually great. That's some of those I didn't see until I was older, but those are awesome. No, I actually just watched those all for the first time myself, like two two or three months ago. Because yeah. I um I'm one of those people that I, I, I collect Blu-rays and stuff, so like I'll jump on Amazon and just see what the deal is sometimes. And yeah. I I got like all four of them on like a cheaper Blu-ray for like ten bucks. And I've always sat on it because I love the first one, but I never watched all the other ones. So finally, like a, a month or two ago. Uh, I was had some time off, so I just sat around like watched all four of them within like two or three nights, and I really yeah. enjoyed all, all of them. I, uh, I think two and four are my favorites. Like, uh, you know, I like those more than three, but three was still strong enough to like uh, keep me intrigued. Oh yeah, it's definitely entertaining. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Um, I tried uh, recently, and I went through and I watched all of the Hellraiser movies. Hell yeah! Which um, some of them were were a little out there later on, you know. But yeah, cool. The first. I think the first three are really like my favorite second one. Definitely. And the third one's like really nineties, but I don't yeah. know. It's for me. No, I definitely agree. Those uh, what's actually funny is uh, very coincidentally that you brought Hellraiser up. 
is I was watching the Hellraiser movies that I hadn't seen because I'd growing up, I'd only seen uh, Hellraiser one and two. So right, finally, right. like I had somebody else on the podcast a couple uh, like a month or so ago, and they told me that like they really enjoyed all of them. I should watch them all. So I started watching those, but then I watched three, which I really enjoyed. And I watched four, you know, which I, I like yeah. the concept of like being in space, but still going all the way back in time. Like that was kind of right, cool. Right. But it, I you definitely learned cool things about Pinhead, like the history yeah. of character from yeah. all those things. Yeah. And then, uh, but I'm with you. Three just felt 90s as fuck. It was like the first Hellraiser slasher, like when he shows up in the club and just murders fucking people. But, uh, oh, yeah. But Psycho was my break from, uh, like I, I was like, all right, I made it through. Like I watched two more Hellraiser films. I was like, I'm gonna go through Psycho and return to Hellraiser, and then I just never, I haven't returned to the Hellraiser yet. But I still need to watch everything past. Like I need to watch like Hell World and. Uh, yeah, there's definitely like cool scenes, cool violence, stuff like that for sure. You know, some of them are a little, you know, they seem like they're thrown together, but they're all they're all worth a watch. Hellraiser three when when the guy shoots CDs out of his chest is probably my favorite part. So yeah. And another thing I like about Hellraiser 3 is it's the first one where, uh, like, a good guy is turned into a Cenobite, like, in a way, you know, because the cameraman turns yeah. into a Cenobite. Like, you know, in the second one, Dr. Trenard turns into a Cenobite, but he's already a piece of shit and stuff. So it's like, right. we're kind of expecting him to, like, he wants to. But so it's like the first one where, like, you see an emotion from, like, the, uh, you know, the final girl or whatever, you know, right. towards a Cenobite. So it's kind of cool. So uh, we mentioned a shit ton of... Uh, horror films you know and you said that some were uh some of your favorites do you have a favorite of all time or you know even just you know a few that sit up there uh at the top of your list somebody asked me this recently and i was kind of i was kind of blown away because i was just kind of uh it's kind of hard to just pick one because it really depends on what kind of mood i'm in yeah you know, like what i what i reach for like sometimes i'll want to watch suspiria or sometimes i'll want to watch i don't know but i think the movie that i've probably watched the most times is probably dawn of the dead Fuck yeah because I love Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead's like just, you know, more budget, more action, you know, like they were able to do a lot more with the special effects and it's just a classic movie to me. I've watched it so many times that I'll say Dawn of the Dead's my favorite, but if you catch me on a different week, it's going to be, you know, yeah. I watched some movie the other day. It was called Blood Rage. Fuck yeah. Slasher movie from the 80s. It was great. <laughs> it's not cranberry sauce. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I would definitely put um, Dawn of the Dead up there. I would definitely put Candyman up there. Oh, yeah. That's one of the remakes that I'm excited to see, actually. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. It was pretty good. Another uh, Return of the Living Dead is one of my favorites, just because, I don't know, it's classic. It's yeah. silly. But, yeah. I was always a big fan of uh, Jason 7. Oh, yeah. That favorite one, The New Blood. It's the one where uh, the girl has telepathic powers. Yeah. And- she can like control shit with her mind and she like electrocutes them with the power lines and lights them on fire and there's a really cool uh like jason reveal at the end of that one where he's like the building's on fire and his mask is off and he's all you know i mean there's there's a lot it's hard for me to even say you know pick a favorite hell yeah now, and I uh, kind of mentioned uh, about Blood Rage that you were talking about. One of my favorite things about that is the intro, like the like the beginning of the movie where the kid just takes the axe to the guy's face while they're driving. Yes, yeah, driving. It's like that right there pulls you into the fucking movie. You're like, whoa, this is what we're fucking with? <laughs> like, I was Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, I work at uh, a bar and I'll put something like that on sometimes. And some of the people in the place are just like, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> Hell yeah. No, that's uh, that scene. And then, of course, like... Uh, when he he walks in and the guy's like holding the beer and he chops the hand off and the hand's like still holding the oh, beer. Oh, he's at the desk, yeah, and he comes in behind. Oh my god! No, that movie fucking rules. Love spray like a samurai movie everywhere. Yeah, now that's my type of movies. Like uh, that's how I am too. Is like uh, 
somebody was put, posting a thing about like top, you know, like three horror movies if you had to take them like on a desert island, desert island and stuff like that. And I, mm-hmm. um, I made sure to throw in Texas Chainsaw Part Two just because I was like, I want something super campy. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, even though it's not Classic. like bad campy, it's just like good campy. You know, it's just fun. You know, it, it like it's not a, like a complete joke, but it's just like it doesn't take itself too seriously, and it's got all the horror stuff that we want. And that's another thing I like about um, Nightmare on Elm Street too is the, the the slapstick, you know, comedy slash gore of Freddy Krueger, you know? Hell yeah. No, especially in the later ones, he really just becomes like a one-liner machine and then the kills just get more creative and shit like that. So, like, Oh yeah, Fred, uh, we were watching Freddy vs. Jason actually recently, which I was actually really enjoying the other day when I was watching. I don't know what the critics have to say about it, but uh, yeah. I can't help myself. I'll, I, I want to watch them all, so... Oh, yeah. No, I enjoy that one myself, too, especially because it's one of those that it's like, when are you ever going to get something like that again? You know what I mean? Like they never do the like other than Alien versus Predator. But that's, you know, on a whole nother level. So like it was nice right, to see right, yeah. Slasher versus Slasher and shit. But oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, throw Michael Myers in the mix. Yeah. I know. I'd like to see. Uh, apparently there was uh, they ended up doing a comic book based on it. But I guess it was uh, Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. And it was supposed to have Ash from the Evil Dead. Uh, comic right, versus right. Him, but I was like, that would have been pretty, I would like to see him versus Michael, you know what I mean? Or him versus, you know, uh, Pinhead or something like that. So Definitely. There's, oh, there's this game, there's this fighting game called like Terror Drone or something. And you can be all those characters. Fuck it's yeah. based on Mortal Kombat and you can just, you know, be Pinhead and, and fight Ash from Evil Dead. So, hell yeah. You yeah. can be Pumpkinhead, you can be all this stuff. Hell yeah. No, Pumpkinhead's my fa- one of my favorites too, especially just because the creature design is just so good. You know, Stan Winston killed that shit, but, or his team. But Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I tried to like make a list of movies that I wanted to talk to, uh, talk about for this, but I'm kind of just like, there's, there's a lot. Yeah. We can go hours about the stupid horror movies that I've watched over and over again. Hell yeah. I'm gonna jump into the uh, hypothetical questions, but of course, if you think of more movies, you know, feel free to shoot them out. Uh, but real quick, I do want to shout out your shirt, man. That shit's pretty sick. Is it, what oh, is yeah. it, like a ode to just all the great zombie films? Yeah, so this is like, um, I think it's, remember that company, Rotten Cotton? Yeah. He used to sell shirts online. Uh, a good friend of mine, Keith, gave me this shirt a couple of years ago, and he, I don't know, he's had it for years, but you know, you got Bubs on there from uh, Day of the Dead, you got Full Cheese Zombie, you got a uh, guy from Night of Living Dead. They're coming for you, Barbara. Yeah. And uh, you got Tar Man down here from uh, Return of the Living Dead. So Fuck yeah, that's yeah. super sick. And you got the other one from Dawn, the mouthless one from Dawn of the Dead down there. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. Right here. Hell yeah. That's super so, sick. I'm not sure what this one is. Yeah. It kind of. Yeah. I can't tell either. It looks Resident yeah. Evil-ish, but I don't think they. I don't think they put Resident Evil up there. But yeah, I had to wear my zombie shirt. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk too about how uh, I used to uh, play a lot of uh, horror video games too. Fuck um, yeah. Do you have some favorites of those? Resident Evil 2. Uh, me and my buddy used to stay up all night playing that. And that's kind of like watching a horror movie. Yeah. You know, playing those games. It's really immersive and you're jumping. And uh, uh, another good one was, uh, you know, Silent Hill, the Manhunt games. I don't know <laughs> if you're familiar with those. Yeah. But those are almost kind of like like the Saw world where you're like, you know, kidnapped and you wake up in this asylum and there's like an evil game and you have to kill people and address yeah. and shit. It's really cool. Now, those are two games that I really enjoyed. Uh, Manhunt. And then there was a game that was very similar called The Suffering. I don't know if you remember that one, but it was uh, pretty much like you were in a prison and you had to go around killing people very much. It's very similar to Manhunt, but it was just like all in a prison or whatever. But I liked uh, Manhunt because of the security footage and shit, the way that it like would go into for kills and stuff. But. Oh yeah, how it was like a like an evil like game show, like the Running Man almost kind of yeah. thing. 
Well, that's something they would have they should have made a movie off of for sure especially when it's still at its hype but oh yeah that would be great and especially the way they always like to use like new technology and shit they definitely could have done like some uh green camera work and that would have been like perfect for like the early 2000s you know when the game was out so yeah yeah but new metal soundtrack and shit <laughs> but, uh, sneaking oh, yeah. up and killing, killing a guy with a plastic bag you know plastic <laughs> all of a sudden some opes starts playing <laughs> but but uh some of my uh so my last few questions uh, before I dive into the final one that I ask all my guests is, uh, you know, some hypothetical stuff that mixes the music and movies. The first one is, is if somebody approached you guys and wanted to make a music video for you, but they wanted to make it as a like a short film version of one of your favorite horror films just remade into a music video featuring you guys. Uh, what horror film would you choose and how would you remake it featuring you guys into a music video? That's tricky because we ha- we're really heavy on the, the medieval, you know, fantasy theme like. Oh, yeah. Our singer who writes the lyrics, he's like made a whole, a whole literal world, like with the characters, Dicepter and everything. And it's all kind of based around sword and sorcery, you know, um, Fritz Lieber books and uh, that type of stuff. So mm. I'm trying to think of a good medieval one and maybe, um, I don't know, maybe Army of Darkness. Or, Fuck you. Shit, yeah, I don't know. If you did Army of Darkness, you could have you guys face off against your evil selves. You know, like how at the end he faces off against like an evil Ash or whatever. Oh yeah, he grows out of his yeah he grows out of his shoulder yeah yeah and then he like separates from him and like awesome. yeah that'd be fucking sick if like by the end y'all had like a whole band that you're facing against that was like you guys and stuff. All right, yeah, definitely. All right, I'm going. I'm going with our, <laughs> just for that, so we can kill our evil selves. Oh yeah, that actually sounds like a really good idea. Oh, you can kick it off by killing the the pit bitch like. uh before you know like the music even kicks in and then by the time it gets to the music that's when y'all are like fighting yourselves or whatever but hell yeah oh yeah and then we come up with shotguns and shit <laughs> so that uh my next question is is uh would you ever want to score a horror movie and i know this isn't something that's usually you know given as an option but if so uh, what kind of horror movie would you want to score would you want to do like a slasher or like a psychological horror or even like a zombie film yeah so uh i think probably like a, a zombie movie because we have a lot of for our albums, we like to keep like the flow of the songs going in between each other. So like you're not really just listening to one song, you know, you you want to listen to the whole album and like they, the, they kind of flow into each other and have like a feeling and like, you know, yeah. an about it. So I think that would be good for like uh, some kind of like post-apocalyptic zombie kind of movie, maybe, you know, like real desolate environment. And, uh, you know, oh, yeah, no, that's something I would actually uh you know, thinking about it, you know, with y'all's music and everything, that'd be something that'd be super cool to see, you know, is uh, have like a zombie film that kind of starts off, you know, a little slow, but once it kicks into high gear, it stays there and just have like thrash music, like a thrash album pretty much that goes from start to finish. That, yeah. that just kind of like volumes down, like during some talking parts, you know what I mean? But it's still there, like the whole movie. So that'd be kind of sweet. Hey, that sounds like a great idea. Maybe that'll be uh, album three, you know, maybe we'll <laughs> do a zombie concept. <laughs> But uh, uh, my final question that I ask all my guests is, uh, do you have a horror story of your own? And it could be something, you know, from being on the road with either, you know, High Command or one of your other past projects, or it could be, uh, you know, something that just happened in your personal life that was scary as shit. And if you believe in paranormal stuff, you're more than welcome to share that as well. Yeah. um, I mean, we've definitely had some horror stories touring on the road. I mean, some of them with real people and some of them with the supernatural. But uh, I I, did you watch that video that I sent you of the uh, the horror (laughs) we made and that was just a silly thing that we did one night that was awesome the sign reminded me of uh hell house i don't know if you've seen that movie but it, the, like the way that the oh. sign looked it reminded me of the hell house uh hotel yeah yeah but yeah i don't know um i think that uh there's a lot of, you know tour there's ups and downs you know some nights you're uh 
sleeping in a really nice house, you know, eating delicious meals. Other nights you're sleeping in the van, waking up and it's raining and yeah. it's terrible. But uh, we definitely had some weird experiences in a hotel in Ohio involving not only the um, the guy who checks you in being very eccentric and telling us how the room we were staying in, the person that stayed there before um, told them that they, they could not stay in that room. They needed to be moved to another room. Hmm. And the whole first floor of the hotel was being renovated and cut out. And uh, there was a little bit of activity in the parking lot with uh, some people, you know, maybe... Uh, living in some cars out there or whatever. And uh, yeah, we just kind of slept in there and uh, kind of stayed up all night and uh, heard some noises and uh, some lights went on and off that we didn't uh, really know about. And um, yeah, we woke up early and got the hell out of there. Oh yeah. I don't blame you shit. As soon as he told me that I would have been like, well, then I don't want that room. I want the, the room they moved to. <laughs> yeah. I, I slept in a, um, we were in Switzerland and I, the venue that we stayed at, I just couldn't sleep in the room. So I went down and the venue was in the basement and the, uh, the green room behind the stage. That's where I ended up sleeping was just in the basement of this old ass building. And it was pretty fucking creepy. Um, we've slept in some weird, you know, murder basements and warehouses in Detroit and just all over the place. Yeah. No, that's one thing about touring is it's uh, the sketchy places, especially because people are like, I got a place for you. And then you get there. It's like you kind of just got to go with it. If you want to have a place to sleep, that's not the van. <laughs> but yep, we've uh, stayed in some, you know, subterranean apartments in New York City and <laughs> all over. Oh, yeah. Well, I appreciate you uh, for sharing, man, and for coming on the show and everything. Do you want to, uh, you know, remind yeah, people, uh, you know, about where they could find uh, all your music? And, you know, if you want to tell them, you know, about where to find your personal accounts or anything, you're more than welcome to. Sure. Yeah. Um, high command. Uh, we're from Worcester, Massachusetts, you know, Spotify, Apple music, all that stuff. We have a Bandcamp page, high command thrash on Instagram. And yeah, that's pretty much where you can find us, you know, oh, yeah. uh, YouTube. There's a lot of, you can catch some live videos on YouTube if you just type high command and yeah, uh, we're playing Copenhagen this summer in um, Denmark and Hellfest in France. So if you're out there, we got some shows in Germany too. So anyone in Europe and uh, yeah, that's about it. Southern Lord Records. Um, keep an eye out for the new album um, this fall. Hell yeah. Well, I appreciate you for coming on the show, man. It was uh, fun chatting with you. Yeah, man. Anytime, man. This is great. Of course. Maybe I'll get you back on in the future. We can do like a top five or something. So that way we can like uh, have an excuse to, you know, think of some other horror movies and shit. So hell yeah, we can do a real deep dive. Oh, yeah. Sounds good, man. Have a good night. Oh, man, you too. And as usual, I'd like to say thanks again for listening and make sure you check back on Friday as I'll be dropping the last of these very special bonus episodes that I was dropping in honor of the two year anniversary. And my guest is the one and only Eric Claxon of the bands I Am and Sledge. We're diving into the Cronenberg classic Videodrome. And then on next Tuesday, I'll be kicking off the month of May with a horror legend and the makeup effects artist Robert Kurtzman. Robert Kurtzman is known for films like Terror Vision, Wishmaster, Evil Dead 2, and so many more. So be on the lookout for that. Make sure you go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all updates on the podcast. If you'd like to sign up for the Trash Mouth Horror Club for $2 a month, the link for that is in the description. Don't forget to like, share, rate the podcast wherever you can. Thank you guys again and stay safe.